Gosh, I'm outside. Hello. Welcome to My Middle Name is Trevor, the second episode, hosted by me, Tony Nanton, and co-hosts Adrian Specs Prescott and Nathan Swifty Swift. We're three Oxford DJs at various curves of our quote careers, with things to discuss every week, so you don't have to. We're going to kind of chat them for you. Kind of. We tried new mics this week and they failed, so we're still recording on our phones until we get the tech right, so we're really sorry about the levels. Thank you all to who listened last week, and we'd love you to subscribe or follow. That would really help us. This cast is now available on various platforms, including Spotify, Anchor, and now Apple Podcasts. Please, please, please leave us a question you'd like us to answer, or just a shout-out. The recording link is on Anchor or on my Instagram bio, which is Tony T. Nanton. So let's crack on. Easy, easy, easy. How we doing? Um, I'm guessing, Nathan, you had a mad day. Oh, hello. Gents. Hello, hello, hello. What hello, a do. Uh, what a do. I'm just sat here trying to imagine you as James Bond, if I'm honest. <laughs> probably, probably in a state. Maybe a Volvo. Um, Definitely a Volvo if it's nothing. I, and... I, obviously, opening lines, Wagwan, my bread bin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this simple. Born... Or Bond. No, forget, forget, forget Bond or Bond. Nanton as Bond. Nanton, I can stomach only to a certain degree, as everybody no. knows. I, I'm not into Bond. You know, when I was a kid, um, we saw Sean Connery, and he was cool. I mean, bit, okay, I'm, I'm older than you, you, both of you, but he, he was kind of cool. Then I saw Roger Moore, and it was a bit comical. He's a guy who does it now. I can't remember the guy who does it now. Daniel Craig. And I'm not gonna. Who? So again, who was that? Daniel Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. I don't, don't get what it is about him. You know, he's got his women, he's got this... Exactly. But, this I just don't get it. No, this is what it is. You're just cool and suave as shit. Excuse my language, but I had to get off the butt. And he mashes, he mashes things. He gets ladies, man. He gets ladies. Maybe it's that crummy like British accent or whatever. He drinks a very um, off-key drink. So I can't excuse that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got, yeah, yeah. You got Q as your right hand who's giving you all these mad gadgets... Do you know what I mean? Let's let's be honest. Even if we're looking in the born direction, I don't want a guy who's just. Swe- I don't want any guy to be fair. Disclaimer, but a guy who's <laughs> sweating, getting cuts, doing all these stunts and just mad. Nah, 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 nuts. Nah, 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 I'm not on it, man. Sharp yeah. suits and Chris cars. Well, the beauty of Bond is Bond is there's no there's no backstory to it. He is just a secret agent. He's 007. Born there's born. I mean, I love the Born films. I've watched Treadstone. I love that. But they were created. They were they wow. were they were manufactured oh, my as word. heroes. Whereas Bond, you don't you don't even need that backstory. Who cares about just backstory? And he exactly, just Swifty. Who cares? Yeah, it doesn't matter. He just is, and I think he is the. He he was he was kind of the dream, wasn't he? I don't want to diss Bond because I know people who worked on the Bond films. Um, I don't mean nothing, yeah. mate. Yeah, that's true. But I've never. I know somebody that walked past an Aston Martin. Once. <laughs> 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 but I've never got. He, he's got all of the attributes. He's got all the cool gadgets. He drives a nice car. Women love him, and he, he saves the day. Women love. Born. 
Born is particular. He isn't throwing it around. You know, he's getting no STDs. He <laughs> is just getting the, the one woman. He's taking care of her. He gets the job done. If it was Born versus Bond in a room, Born is busting him up all day long. Can you have a black Born? Nah. <laughs> well, what, why? Because then it defeats our object and then Bourne will win. I'm not, I'm not voting for Bourne here. So I'm going to squash it. And Go if on. it was Bourne or a black Bond, then Bond would win. What? It'd be so much cooler and suave. The level of chicks would be better. So, okay, right. Let's make a choice. There's three of us. Tony Nanton says Bond. Adrian Specs Prescott says Bond. No, I say born. Adrian Specs, Prescott, who are you choosing? Bond. Nathan Swift. Born. Oh. Hell no. Oh. You know what? Like, whatever, anyway. Oh. <laughs> right. So let me introduce ourselves. We are, we are, this is uh, a podcast called My Middle Name is Trevor. Um, my, my hosts, co hosts are. Yourself, Adrian Specs Prescott, please say hello. Oh, say hello. Ah, that's good. And my other host is Nathan Swift Swifty. Please say hello. Hello. I like the way we've been promoted to co-host. Last Mate, week, I was literally about to say that. Second choice rejects because nobody else would say yes. And I don't, like being challenged. I don't like being challenged. There's bits edited last week that I didn't use, but we'll get to that in a little while. <laughs> we uh, know this. <laughs> this one's going to be edited to crap. <laughs> oh, every week. Every week. Um, uh, where are we now? Okay. One thing we discussed a lot last week, going back to Bond, because Bond's been held back because of his whole Corona, C-19, whatever stuff. So very briefly, this week compared to last week, um, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing we're all still a bit bedazzled by what's going on. We've had these confusing death figures and everything else. Um, but there's been other things linked to this that are, have made life a little bit more difficult. And one thing that I noticed this week, on the weekend was when I was out was the amount of people I think generally people are doing as the government and the health advisors have said and they're trying their hardest to stick to the social distancing and stuff unless they're stupid in which case they're not stupid people are not I genuinely hope that every idiot that ignores the government advice catches it and they wipe themselves out in some massive stupidity so that when the rest of us are allowed back out of our houses because we followed the rules, the world is less stupid because the stupid people all caught it and died. Sorry. I cannot say anything less than that. Like, that yeah, is just you, know, that, you nailed it. You nailed it. No, you know, I was, I was out on Sunday and, um, yeah, it is. And, and, it is. I, and I, and I'm just mystified by it all. I've seen people like five people in the car and you know, they're not family, you know, they're just a group of friends and obviously something's going on and you're just like, just just for a few weeks because I in my head listening to the figures and I've said I've kind of discussed this already I I believe we could if we if people just adhered to what's being said we could be looking at a return to normalness around the 11th or even 18th of May but every time people keep basically in mass groups messing things up we're stuck it is a minority, it, it, and it, it genuinely is a minority. We went for a walk the other night after we both we both been working from home, so we went for a walk and we went over to Brazenose uh, Woods. It's quite easy to keep distance from people there. It wasn't excessively busy, but there were two or three groups of 
I'm going to call call them youths or utes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you them. And, and now I'm not. Being, I don't I'm even know what I'm listening to. Yeah. But it was very very apparent that that group of individuals were not from the same family for numerous reasons. Yeah. Um, and I'm just thinking, what one? I mean, your parents obviously either don't know or don't care. They obviously think because they're young that they're immune to it. So that annoys me. We then get back out and walk down the down the, the bypass, down along the side of it. And every vehicle I saw that had more than one adult in it that didn't that, that wasn't an adult and children or even an adult and somebody who looked like they needed another adult with them, in which case they probably shouldn't have left the house anyway. Um, they, they all got scowled at because I was speaking that loud. Uh, expressing my complete displeasure at looking at these idiots walking around question. so that they could hear me, that she didn't want to be anywhere near me in case they decided to kick off. All right, question. So Go if on. you'd have went up to these people and said whatever, or you'd have made it blatantly obvious that you're quite yeah. ticked off with how they're moving, yeah. what what would that have done? Nothing, really. They'd have probably right. just given me a, and th- a And this is my thing. So when we even have this conversation about the people that you're seeing, it's so long. Mm. I'm not on it. Like, let you two old cats moan about it. You got a point. You have got a total point because um, the behaviour I've seen is people who won't care until they have to care, and that pretty much nails it. Um, yeah. You if, know, if you know, if you know, you're doing what it takes anyway. You're keeping the distance. You're staying in your house. You're probably going out to stretch your legs because you're working from home. Yeah. Okay. Fine. If you're seeing other people doing stuff that is not what the government advised, let them go about their business. So if you was if you was if you was looking at me a certain way, Swifty, all right, cheers. I'm beating my horn and sticking my thumb up, mate. Have a great day. Because if, whether I catch it or not, or whether you catch it or not, doing whatever you're doing, your your sly look means nothing to me. It's you know, pointless. It's a pointless exercise. Do you know what? You, you and this is the thing. You've nailed it actually to a certain degree because those people who are in that mindset, you're not going to change it. You're not going to change it until something happens. Yeah? And, and there are certain people who will live that life. Like, you know, people who come out of prison, they say they're never going to do anything bad again. And within two days, they're, they're back on it because that's all they know. Something happened last week, but um, we, we, we kind of had a, an, an after text thing when we didn't discuss why this is called, um, this show is called, um, is it a show? This recording is called um, my, name, my Middle Name is Trevor. That's because my middle name is indeed Trevor, which seems to make some people laugh because I wear glasses, I'm black. Oh, you must be Trevor McDonald's. Yeah, this is like high school all over again. So we kind of did say that we would discuss middle names. So while we're here, please, Adrian. Right. So firstly, the middle name is simply Aaron. Aaron. Yes. Now, when when I got the... um, the criteria for what we was going to discuss or how we was going to discuss. Straight away, I'm going to blow it to my parents. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ma, pa, I need to know where the heck did you come up with the name Aaron? Now, I want to throw a disclaimer out there. Nothing wrong with the name. Uh, no, Dad's name's right. Called Aaron. Right. So my mum was like, I have no idea. So like, your dad picked it. I went with Adrian. And I was like, Ugh. So anyway, so um, my mom goes get him from outside. He's doing some odd stuff. And I say, Dad, like, where did you come up with the name Aaron? He's like, oh, let me think about it a few years. So I think there's going to be this mad story. He's like, you know what, mate? I can't even remember. See you later. And then he just walks off. Well, I, I claim he walks off because then I'm talking to my mom again. And that's literally my story. So pretty short and sweet. Nathan, before you say anything, okay, um, 
I'm kind of going to add to that. My name is Tony Trevor Nanton, Tony Nanton. My mum, Chris and me, Anthony, she has never, ever, ever called me Anthony in all the years. My 52 years, never called me. Swift, you have to just kill it with an ultimate crazy story now. Just lie. Let's get to your middle let's name. Let's get to your story. Come, Come on, on, let's go. Oh, my, so my, my middle name is Corey. Yes, he um, said this, Corey. So Nathan, Corey, Nathan, Nathan Corey Swift. That's very American. Um, that actually, yeah, that, that makes you sound very cool. Apparently, there was a little boy on television in the year that I was born, which was obviously, you know, like late 80s. Um, and uh, and his name was Corey, and he was really cute. And they, they went, oh, we, we're going to give him the middle name Corey. Did they, uh, did they hope naming you Corey or giving you? Did they hit? Did they hope naming you or giving you a middle name Corey that um you'd be even more prettier than you were when you was a kid? First of all, I'm very good looking for a fat lad. <laughs> My mum told me that. This is our second recording. It's been all good. I I got some great feedback last week. Um, the stats are interesting because um. We're kind of asking people, we're three you know, DJs from Oxford just kind of chatting away. I spoke to somebody today who said, um, I'm not into podcasts because it's just people having a conversation I can't join in. And I kind of got that. And a lot of people were trying to reach yeah, out. In all fairness, that's a little bit like being on a podcast with you. It's a conversation <laughs> that you can't join in. <laughs> could get word with Esri, could we? <laughs> but but it, it was quite nice getting some good feedback. And basically trying to get people to understand what, you know, they can actually listen to podcasts. And a lot of people don't listen to them. I love podcasts. I love them. Yeah, I, I know people who just, they just don't get it. They're like, no, well, I don't know. I listen to yours, but I don't know if I listen to all the way through. I, and I understand that. I, I, I get that. But it was just nice. I told you about a bit of feedback we got, you know, a, a friend of mine, she's put, um, yes, I really liked it. It's kind of like you can imagine being sat next to you in a pub and listening in without being able to get a word in. And it was also uh, hilarious to hear you chatting with guys who, particularly Nathan, can talk more than you. And I thought, no, we, we can all talk way too much when we want to. Um, maybe that's just the way I edited edit it. But um, no, it was nice to get feedback. And people did stop me in the street this week and go, I listened to that thing, you know. It was all right. It's actually quite funny. I'm like, yeah, cheers for that. Um, I've got a question. Sorry, I've got a question. I've got to interject. A, what were, what were you and all these other people doing in the street? You should be at home. <laughs> See what I mean? See what I mean? One rule for one. Another rule for Nanda. That's what I know about Nanda. You might Nanton, have the you know, golden pass. Because Nanda was, was saying, well, the government's saying this, we have to abide by it. He's out here having conversations. He's, he's meeting people and getting feedback. He's going to now out, tell us. He's going to now tell us that people from I'm his work. I'm actually out and about and bumping into all sorts of people it, it, through work and whatsoever. Um, Adrian, your dad's still cutting your hair. Yes. Oh, oh mate. Right. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. I phoned him. I said, can I come around and get my hair cut? He was like, No. <laughs> And the worst thing is, my dad's blunt like that. He's like the typical black dad. He takes no crap, but you've got to catch him on his day. However, he is of the Dog. age where this is a risk. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. But um, <clears throat> it's, it's a weird one as well, because where my mum works at the hospital oh, as well, yeah. she's working. Yeah, so it's, it's, proper, it's proper nuts at the moment. Yeah. So where effectively... Nathan, I should be away from my own parents. I've got to make sure they've got their shopping and stuff, so I have to do some running around for them. Yeah. If that's okay by you, <laughs> sir, do I get your do I get your approval for that? <laughs> He's glaring at you down the phone, isn't he? Do you, no, no, do you, I'll tell you what. Do you, know, do you know why I was late to this evening's podcast? I don't Not care. No, 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 I don't care. No, I don't care. Tell me, tell me. Tell anyway, us, go on, tell us. He is, he, is, he, he is still cutting my hair. 
but I've got a bet with my cousin and one of my friends that I need to um that I need to keep the beard and I've got to grow it until we're out no, of this I'm mess. Shaving. I'm shaving, man. So I got the, so I got the edge up, but my beard looks so left, it's unreal. No, no, I'm still shaving. Okay, Nathan, come on, tell us. One of my one of my friends' grandmas lives about five minutes from us, and none of the family are around this area. And she actually rang me to give me a shopping list so I can get her some shopping to drop it off tomorrow. So that's why I was late to the phone call because I was on the phone to her. Um, so I just I just, I just wanted to say to Adrian, you you know. Well done to you for looking after your mum and dad. I'm looking after somebody else's grandma. <laughs> <laughs> but it's what we can do. It's what you do, what you can do. It, it. It's, so, it's been really do. difficult for me. Well, more than I'd admit, actually, because um, my mum lives in Cowley um, in Oxford and um, I have seen her. Um, I've dropped food off at the house, but she's in the living room. We do this massive wipe down thing when I visit. You want the handles, I have to wear gloves. I give her food mm. in a container, which I wrap in a bag. I tell her to get rid of the bag in gloves. She then wipes the box down. It's it's always kind of... And I think she's a bit more nervous than she's letting on um, about the whole thing. She's still going out occasionally to do a bit of shopping. Um, but yeah, it's it, I, I can imagine for people of a certain age who especially keep seeing this news just keep going on and on and on, but they are going to be really nervous. And even having people come round, it's, 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 it's just a horrid time for families. However, so we, we started this about haircuts and I spoke to Nathan. Uh, I think we text in a week is going to be difficult. And we both said how, how difficult it was to get a, hair, a haircut at the moment. And, I've got an issue with it. I've got a real problem because I get my hair cut um, probably every three weeks. I know I'm not as regular as some who are in there every week, but probably every three, between three and four weeks. And my hair is the only part of my body that's got progressively thinner over the last 20 years. <laughs> are you so real quick? Are you what? one of those guys who gets their hair cut by a hairdresser? No, no, no. Oh, God, no. Okay. No, no, you're going to be impressed now. I had the same barber for 10 years who is a master barber based in Ellsbury, and I used to go from Oxford to Ellsbury wow. to get my hair cut. I then had to put... It was just getting stupid. To get my hair cut was a minimum of four hours. Even though I loved his, his skills, it was still a minimum oh. of four hours. So I actually put a thing on Facebook saying, can anybody recommend me a proper, you know, a decent You've barber You've got two Oxford? barbers. You've got... I'd been I'd been to a couple and they'd just scout me. Anyway, I got introduced to Roy at Master Master Barbers, and so off I went for my first visit to Master Barbers. And it was um, I, I wasn't I thought I actually honestly I, I thought I walked into the Freddie Desmond's. Right, welcome to the culture. <laughs> yeah, but I, but I was kind of I like the whole thing going. Am I going to be all right here? Am I going to be all right here? And I got in the chair and obviously I've never met Roy and uh, and I said to him. Oh, you've been recommended to me, and he's like, "Oh, who by?" And I, so I mentioned a couple of names of people from Oxford, and he was like, "Okay." And then I mentioned the name of a friend of mine who's a girl who lives in Wickham, but comes over to have her haircut because he used to do um, he, he used to do a side shave for her and then do shapes in it. And as soon as I mentioned her, his face just broke, and he was like, "Oh, well, I better do a good job then." Nice and, uh, one. And I explained the story about why I'd been going to to Ellsbury and why I was still going over there. And I said, "You know, everyone's recommended you." Anyway, Roy cut my hair, absolutely blinding job, and I, I've been going there ever since. And um, but the problem I've got now is my hair is at the point where it's about a week and a half overdue for a cut. I've not got another six weeks in it. Um, 
because it will just look ridiculous. I, I, I don't even know what it's going to look like. I don't want to think about what it's going to look like. May I ask a question again? Yeah. Why are you out getting your haircut if you really shouldn't be leaving your house anyway? Like, who are you impressing? I'm not out getting my haircut. That's no, but no, saying. no. But if the opportunity was there, you would you would jump on it, right? No, that's not the point. My point is because I cannot get my haircut for at least another six weeks. What do I do now? I have home clippers that I do my beard with. My theory is, if I shave my hair off, I'm going to look like a massive thug. <laughs> but it don't mean nothing because you're not going nowhere. Nah, so nah, nah, nah. Trying to impress. There's a but lot the of people. Is, hold on, there's a lot of people peeling off their heads at the moment, and I'm like, why are you doing it? Because you wouldn't do it if you were out on road where you need to look presentable. So when you're in your house, not going nowhere, wearing nah. your scrubs, no, because people. Why are you peeling your? People head are off? still going shopping. They're still d- doing bits. Adrian, believe it or not, I'm a key worker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I leave my house every day. Wear a hat, mate. So I will be being seen by people, which is another part of my fear. I don't want to be a massive thumb walking about. Okay, so Swifty, because, because you went to um, Master Barbers and you're now part of the culture, just get a do-rag. <laughs> <laughs> Swifty a do-rag. That would be amazing. Oh, mate, do you know what? I'm totally with you, though, because my hair's short, as you know, but I get a skin fade. And my missus, she, she, she can cut. She can, she can use clippers. She used to be a barber for ages. But we ain't got the, we haven't got the clippers here to do the fade, so I can get it cut. But you know, you kind of Adrian, you can say what you like. But you kind of want it at least a little bit the same of what you're used to. If we're as men concerned about our hair, what about those girls with the nails, the fillers, the <laughs> Botox, <laughs> the selfies are low, the low counter selfies, man. I think. <laughs> Half of my me... Facebook friends have disappeared off the planet. Yeah, anybody, any girl who is doing the most on social media, she is out here like one of those, like one of those Throwbacks. ghost accounts. Throwback Thursday. Yeah. Oh, it's Throwback unbelievable. Tuesday. I put Throwback up, Wednesday. They've I put gone, up, in, I put they've gone into 12 weeks self-isolation. They won't even go to the supermarket. They've put themselves down as vulnerable and got themselves on the list of people to deliver their shopping. <laughs> you... I, put up a, I put up a meme the other day, and it's one of... um. This lady with um like li- her lips done, and it's got before before isolation where it's got a lips done. It says after isolation she's got these paper lips, these very oh, thin mate. paper lips, oh. like a before and after. When I put it up, I put so much criticism on it. But also, I tagged a girl who I know gets her lips done in it. Oh, you did. <laughs> and when I'm telling you my DMs from her <laughs> and all her mates and people I know was popping. And because everyone already saw it, there was no point me deleting it. So I just you were, up there. I said, you spray it out. I said, it goes pretty fast. Quickly spin things around a little. Um, going back to last week, some things we didn't finish off. So let's go back mm. to Spectre's band. Did you think of anybody else to fill that band? Mate, oh. no, no, no. I'm not, oh. bro, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. We had it. It was, it was a shambles. Let's keep it moving. I, I spoke to a lot of people my age. And I was like, I put a question to them. And they're like, oh, I don't even know. And I'm not just talking to your mate down the road. I'm talking to man who know what's going on. Yeah. And they were like, that is actually a hard question. You just nailed something there, Adrian, in regard to how your friends see bands and stuff. And that kind of led me to how we kind of listen to music right now. And it's something I actually wanted to bring up last week, but kind of thought I'd wait for a little while. And well, April now, sun's out, which leads me to whatever happened to the summer banging 
tune. Oh, it's almost like the music that I surround myself with to work, yeah. shall I say, it is so trash more time. And it makes it very hard. Like, you know what's going to make the club pop or the party pop or whatever the case is. But personally, you have to dig through a massive hay bale to find that needle for real. Like, the track, the track's not there. Or if it is, you have to search deep for it. It's, it's a very hard one. And before, it used to just hit yeah. you in the face. It's, it's hard. It's hard. Very hard. I, I can... You find yourself... One thing I will say about this, because of good weather and because of the self-isolating, there's a lot of people, if they are... If they're doing their lives, if they're doing mixes, if they are just posting tracks, everybody's crate dug. And they've gone back and they've just posted feel good music from yesterday. Do you know what? I'll, I'll get. I can, I can I'll, I'll get back to the um the live stream things that um that I did kind of see um and kind of try to in kind of get my head around. But the music was people. A lot of people weren't just trying to be flash. They were just trying to be feel good, which is which is a good thing. Um, and while we're on a live theme, before we carry on about the summer banger, Nathan doesn't want to mention this, but he's raised over two grand raising money um, for his charity through his live stream. So please, please amazing, follow well done, Nathan, Nathan Swift on Facebook every Friday. does his live 100%. stream. And as much as I might criticise live streams, the fact that he's doing it, having fun, making a lot of people happy. I saw the numbers very briefly last week and I was amazed at how many people follow it. We're talking hundreds and hundreds of people for a local Oxford DJ. We're all three local Oxford DJs, different curves of a career. Uh, I think, it, yeah, it's pretty incredible. Dance music came along and every summer there was a big house tune. There was a big urban R&B tune. But generally there was one or two tunes that would set the tone for every DJ across the world. This year, last year, I, I don't think, I can't see one. I can't think of a banger. Two years ago, I think probably Cola um, was a possible, but that was a bit too deep, really. I can't think. The days of... Stardust, the music sounds better with you, uh, are long gone. Um, the days of a, a, like something like a big garage tune are long gone. I know everybody's listening to different genres, but I cannot get my head around the fact that music is... The dance scene, the music scene that makes people dance, whether it be house, drum and bass, whatsoever, I, but there's no one song that can bond it and make people go, oh, is just pitiful. Your thoughts, please. Probably the last song that crossed genres, boundaries, feel good, make happy, everybody likes it, you can still play it now and it still evokes a great response, was probably, and this is how long ago it was, Uptown Funk. A great show. Yeah. 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 And, and we're, what, we're talking now, five years for that, something, something, I mean... The, the days of, if you go back to, in terms of dance music, and I'm going to be on a very commercial tip for this, so so the days of when Calvin Harris was, I mean, Calvin Harris has thrown out some decent Yeah, he's, 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 he's been quite uh, clever in what he's done now. If you notice with his stuff, yeah. it's quite deep house stuff, and he's, but keeping it commercial enough, clever. But he's also using yes. other artists yeah. as well, and he's doing a lot, he's doing a lot. I mean, Avicii was, was just out of this world. And he and he he genuinely was out of this world, and I don't think the world realised how good he was until he unfortunately passed. Swedish house mafia—they used to do the same as well. Everything that they touched just 
you know, turn to gold. But since they all kind of disappeared from the dance scene, there hasn't been anything like that. It went through the deep house yeah. phase. That then became commercial dance yep. music. And nobody's really come up with anything different. I mean, you've got people like, uh, sort of uh, moving across genres, people like AJ Tracy, who's bringing out, um, you know, sort of what I would call garage. Yeah, he's even done something with MJ Cole. And, yeah. yeah, and stuff like that. I mean, but then you've got artists like, uh, like the best song I've heard this year, or well, in the last six months, is uh, Blinding Lights by The Weeknd. Which, it for me, <clears throat> is just an incredible feel-good song with a proper eighties feel to it. it. it, it but, to me, it's a great. It's a great. Um, I'm not. I'm not getting to whether I like it or not. To me, it's a, it's a great um, pop because I wanted, I didn't expect it from the weekend. Not at all. I mean, for, for Adrian, no. remember when he was just doing these slow jam kind of weird off kilter kind of uh, R and B. Yes. Yeah. But there's. But the thing is, with weekend. Not much has changed. No. Don't get it twisted. I've listened to the project and not much has changed, really. But, but as you said, Nathan, I mean, yeah, you're right. For this year, that's probably been the biggest of its time pop tune. There isn't... If you look at the top 40, there there hasn't been that much new no. stuff. And the thing you have at the minute is there's a load of artists who play basically the stuff you hate, Tony, stuff like Lewis Capaldi and that, who, you know, they've got their talent. They can do what they do. Might be a great character, but the songs are quite melancholy. Yeah. And they're not... They're not dance. Mm. Then I, I've got to be honest. I don't. I don't really understand grime. But then neither do I. I suppose that's no, me. No. And I, I just don't get it. And although it fills the charts, I don't see it can ever work on a dance floor because it just isn't there. Every dance track that's being released is currently a, a, a remash oh, yeah. of something that we remember the yeah. decent version yeah. of. And why would you play this new crap version when you can just play the original, which still works and still feels... Do you remember that dance version of um, Jay, Don't Walk Away? And I'm like, what was all that about? Diplo, wasn't it? Diplo did it. I'm like, as much as I like Diplo, I'm like, but what? you're you're giving yourself six months and you're going to make a little bit of cash out of it. But we're all going to just go back and play the original and everyone will just put their hands in there and go, oh my God, yeah, don't walk away. Isn't this like the the template though for... um... What did they dance tracks though? I you'll find you'll you'll find you'll find a classic, like you said, Swifty, like you briefly just said, and I'm a, and I've seen it a lot, and you know I don't really dabble in that scene, but you see it a lot, you hear it a lot, where you're like, Oh, I remember this tune. Next thing you know, it's a it's a dance it's a dance remix, and you're like, Oh, all right, so it again, you're it's not that's not recent. Yeah. This no, is no 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 this is not. the last Seven, it's ten. an odd one. I remember I, I was yes. in um, Eskenar a few years ago. Well, because children were young, and um, it was just as trance was really, and I, yeah, trance basically was coming to an end. EDM was probably a couple of years away. I remember being in Ibiza, um, and you could that was you could you could sense it. Yeah. Well, terrible, what happened yeah. was just just about periods. So we must be talking. I mean, I'm going to say. Probably, maybe as far back as 10, 12 years ago. Maybe, I, I'm not entirely sure, but I remember things were falling away for various genres. And then being in Ibiza, and Trevor Nelson had done a night at, uh, I can't remember the name of the club. And it was like they'd never hosted a big urban night. And Miss. It's like, that was an Yes, and Miss. And, and that's right. And, um, and Miss Dynamite was, and she, they absolutely smashed it. And you could see, it was almost like, Ibiza was in mourning because um, the urban sound had slowed down 
everything that had been going on. But what leads me to the bangers point is that was probably the last two or three summers of bangs. We've been EDM, EDM came along, and there are a few more bits and bobs and various artists. And Dead Mouse was basically even, even after having some hits, was saying, you know what, a lot of these guys are just a joke. I just press two buttons and it's the same thing. And I think from that period on, once Dead Mouse said that, things kind of slid away. And I could. I can actually do the t- I can do the the chronology for that. My last years abroad, my last summer was in Ibiza, which was two thousand and four. Yeah. In two thousand and three, trance had sort of died out. Two thousand and four was the year of shapeshifters oh, yeah. of Armin yeah. van Helden, my yeah. my my, of um, Praise Cats. They were all they were all big tunes. There was a lot of piano. Two thousand and five followed, and the majority of the charts there were what they called funky yeah, house, yeah. but it was but it was remixes of eighties tracks. So it's things like uh, St. Elmo's Fire. There was a dance oh, God, yeah. of that. Jesus. There was um, Out of Touch. And then, so all of these, and they all filter through the charts. Fleetwood Mac everywhere. There was a dance version. That happened 2005. 2006. Piano. Bands, and, there's, piano. and there's nothing. When, when did piano come along? The, because uh, all these things, because I mean, they were also big urban hits at the time, but they just weren't rocking, were they, um, Adrian? If you think, if we look at 2008, 2009, when Blend was at its peak, um, you know, that's do you know what? No, but do you know what it is with blend again? You have to remember, we didn't really delve into anything new around that time. We'd done a lot of old school, yeah, and it was, and, and we created that wow element. It was almost like, oh my word, I've come out and I've not heard this in so long. Like, Again, Blend, blend was the... Can I just point out that Blend was, an, it was a little big urban night that happened in Oxford between like 2008, 2010, um, which impacted on various bars and clubs and did really well for itself. But at the time, it, it, it was definitely yeah, good it, it three rooms of different stuff. So we had the, the kind of like garage funky house. We met, you, oh, Nathan, when you say funky house, it's so funny because there was two different t- types of funky house. You had the head candy stuff yeah. and then you had the more street stuff. Uh, that's it, UK funky, that's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's UK correct, funky. yeah. But I'm just trying to think back. Every year I do um, Not All Carnival. And up until the last... Clang! <laughs> but the point I'm making is because you, you, you want to take a banger, but we're still playing big tunes. So wait, I'm still playing Deep Inside by Hard Drive. You know, I'm still... Yeah, it's, um, which is fine. It's fine. Good. But it's the fact that there's nothing really new. No, but do you have a problem with this, though? This is what I'm saying. Like, even though there's no bangers, even if there was a banger, you could still play those ones that you're playing now, those old school ones, and get the same reaction. Yeah, but isn't it just a shame? It's, right. it's like a cheat, isn't it? It's like when you're playing Grand Theft Auto and you've got unlimited lives. Like, again, it's a cheat. All right, cool. Oh, my word. Right, let me just draw for this. Oh, yeah, yeah smashed it. Uh, yeah. Next thing you know. And this is where the DJs do this thing. You know where they take out their phone? And they and they film the yeah, 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 or the, yeah. the venue or whatever pop in when you're playing the baitest yeah. tune of all time. No, don't yeah. do that. <laughs> no. You know? So the the whole let's let's put this to bed because we're nerding out. Proper nerding out. Yeah. Summer bangers, there's nothing that we can think of off the top of the dome, or nothing what's made a no. massive impact. But when we are doing what we do, we we go in the other direction and get the same results, if not better. This is why we do what we do. There are guys who rely on these bangers, not mentioning their names because we no naming, to. no shaming anybody this local, no hugging. But again, my whole thing is: is a conversation? Is it really one to even discuss? Yes. What is the result? Don't worry about it. It's fine. Oh, you've got the old you've, stuff because old stuff bangs. 
He's got a head on him today, oh, isn't he? Right, let me ask, let, can I ask I'm one question? Ha- no, I'm not having it. I'm not no, having no. it no more. Can I, can I ask a question to both of you and then I'll answer it? If you get, you can do one set playing whatever the hell you like and the crowd will love it, what what style or era are you going to play? Mm. Anything from... You... 95 to 2003. Yeah. And it would be just... It would probably be that, you know, when hip hop and Arabic yeah. start to do that. That, that nice merge. collaboration. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Joe yeah, Button's coming out, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, really weird today. Um, I got sent a, a, a WhatsApp from Dougie Fresh, my man Dougie Fresh. I'm, I am naming him because I'm not shaming him. Dougie Fresh. Yeah, Dougie Fresh. And the Get Fresh crew. And Dougie Fresh sent me his link. And I totally forgot. It's about a set I played. Sorry to mention it, but at Carnival. And I listened to it, and the guy, the guy, the guy who is emceeing has died. So it was a bit, it was a bit melancholy listening to his voice on top of he was emceeing away. Um, but the reason I mention this is because I listened to that set today, and I was like, oh, if I could do that again, if I could just play that set exactly all over again to that crowd tomorrow, I would love to do that set. What were you playing? It was it was just um, a mixture of soulful and bumpy, wigged out house, but the occasional weird thing. So it's a bit a bit of Dennis Ferrer. There was Alias, follow me. Why don't you follow me? All that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> played it last Friday. Yeah, yeah. Friday. I love no, it when he does that. Stuff, um, you know. uh, people get uh, what's that tune again? Um, uh, Adrian, um, the Julio Bashmore track, which deep heavy tune. Oh, and just it was just a really good tune. And um, brighter days, brighter days. It was really nice um, for those people into that genre. R and B soul set from nineteen eighties to like nineteen eighty, say eighty five to about ninety one, with that kind of period of nice soul and R and B music, but still very nice, nice today to hear. But yeah, I think that would be my set. Or a um, a lot of people won't know what this is. Um, unless you've been in Oxford a long time, a bounce court reunion, but yeah, that probably be maybe maybe the two. My most memorable set was when I did um Big Fish Little Fish for um yeah, Common yeah. People, and I'd never played. But I used to so hate rave, and it was just nice to play these tunes. Nathan and I, Nathan would play these tunes and, and, and yeah, so easily um and knock it out of the park. But I was allowed to get really dark, dark and deep as well, and they loved it. And in the middle of it all. I dropped New Order Blue Monday and just just watching people go crazy was just, <laughs> just so funny. So no, sick note. you said you were going to answer it. Yeah, yeah. No, I I would play late 80s, early 90s dance music of varying styles, um, starting with your sort of, well, exactly as you just said, your New Orders and, and bits and pieces like that, moving through like Sydney, oh. Youngblood. There was a lot of Italian piano house like starlight numero uno things like that it was all found love found love yeah i um uh, i started my my djing career as playing happy hardcore and old school so really i did did, that's i was dj devotion mate you are (laughs) i didn't know you were devotion (laughs) oh that's a little secret Um, i didn't know hello 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 so so this is how my my djing career has just uh has gone completely full Thing. I started off playing hardcore, ended up playing at the Sanctuary in Milton Keynes, um, then got out of it because I didn't really fit in in the extracurricular activities that everybody did. Same started playing here. house. Same here. 
played at uh, played at <laughs> I played at places like Mirage House of Windsor yeah. or what have you. Then I then went abroad on holiday and ended up going back for three months and staying. So for hang 10 on, years. so Nathan Swift, um, Nathan Swift <laughs> was DJ Devotion. That I did not know. You sneaky. <laughs> to all those listening to this podcast right now, this is the thing: we ask questions. We're supposed he to answer answered, questions, he? but then these two these two old dudes keep just verging on some like yesteryear stuff. It's not about <laughs> you guys, unfortunately. But okay, Nathan, so you've named, named the set. So okay, so your favorite set would be eighties into nineties dance music, yeah, crossing different genres, big bangers, big almost radio yeah. sing along. Do you remember Hip House? Hip oh, House. God. I'm a big fan. Doug of Lazy, House. let it roll, let it roll. Yes, yeah. there we go. <laughs> Double Trouble in the Rebel MC. Yes. You can't play a beer. Oh. We've done the joys and the, the woes of no summer bangers and the sets that we love to play. However, the dark side. Oh. Two songs for your funeral. Well, this is happy. Yeah, no. Name them. Who would you have? What do you have? Nathan Swift. You're going to have to do some editing here to cut out some time. Two songs. <laughs> Just go to the two songs that you would choose. Yeah. You're, saying. You're, you're just trying Sorry. to make me cry, man. Did I yeah, go, go first? On, go on. Yeah, that Quickly. gives, that gives, that gives uh, Nathan some time. So, Adrian, your two songs. Right. So, I just write. These have always been the two. And it was just different periods of my life. Like, if I died, like, young and G'd out, I'd have um, DMX slipping. It's not, it's not rowdy, so it would work. Trust me. The other tune would be... Um, yeah, you ready? Bobby Caldwell. What you Shut to up! What are you having good yeah. music like? But that's the mate. I, I I go up to the DJ. I say, mate, stop playing. That's being wasted here. Just go and put on some yibba yabba grime stuff. Yibba so yabba. What? <laughs> <laughs> he said grime music like you're a DJ at the funeral. <laughs> he would. He would. <laughs> There'll be, there'll be a few who admit it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So, Bobby Cole, that's a great... Oh, man. Oh, what you want to do for love. That's, oh, that's fantastic. Don't tell me you haven't got twos. I've got, I had mine sorted out from time. I used to have, and then I changed my mind. So, come on, Nathan. <laughs> Nathan, <laughs> say it. I still... I, I don't know. I can't answer it. You haven't got two funeral songs. No. Wait, Swifty, you say what? No, I, I don't have two funeral songs. Wow, okay. Yeah. Well, seeing as basically Adrian couldn't name a band last week, you can't name two funeral songs. Not dwelling on the past. Yeah, let's move it for you. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, my two songs are very, very simple. The first one would be Love It, You Should Have Come Over, the Jeff Buckley song, uh, on the same album that he's done, Hallelujah, which just the whole album's amazing. That was a weird question, T. I don't even know it was how, bit, it uh, was, how I feel about that. You know what? I could give you what it used to be, but that's, I'm sorry, that one was a real, that that just, that caught me there. And I was like, I can't answer this anymore. I'm sorry. But my main song has always been, and it's the same as John Peel, the famous Radio 1 DJ, Undertones, Teenage Kicks. Because for me, it's the greatest song ever written. Three kids from Ireland who basically had two and a half minutes to change the world. And they grabbed it with all their hands. So they were, that would be my feeling. Fergal Sharky. Fergal Sharky. Yeah, indeed. So, gosh, 
but if you'd have asked me that question three months ago, four months ago, my answers would probably have been take me home in Toto Africa. But actually, that's changed now. And they, and I will not have those songs played at my funeral because I don't want people to remember them. I've been at, I've been at funerals where they've used songs that I like. And every time I hear that song now, I think of that person, which is great. But I don't necessarily think of them in the right way. It makes me feel a little bit sad rather than making me smile. And I want people to smile when they remember me through those songs rather than feeling morose. Um, Have like five DJs there. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Do you know what? I, I, it, it's, it, it's, as I said, it's something that I think about a bit more than I should do, but it's always that round. Yeah, but you're closer to it. I am closer indeed that, closer to it. I'm near the age of C19, <laughs> catching me up. You know, I'm not, my I'm my not, underlying... <laughs> Uh, whatever issues um but yes that's it we are now one hour into this recording so that that's enough I, yeah, 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 yeah. this is how yeah, podcast yeah, really. should be we should just let it chat flow nicely when it dictated is... by like when it dictated by sergeant no Major it's flowed very yeah. nicely um and i've got it enough is it better this week, you're welcome by the way you're welcome by very much um next week how about you guys send me in a topic each and then we'll you throw that in as well and then we'll just break it all down What, what was the Second World War like? <laughs> Thank you for listening until the very end. Hope you liked it. And please get involved and send us a question or shout out on anchor.fm backslash Tony dash Nanton or my link on my bio on Instagram, which is Tony T. Nanton. Until then, keep on keeping on. Thanks a lot.